In the previous video, you looked at how to do basic tracking and stabilization in the Axis Timeline effects. The last function we will cover in the Axis effect is the keying tools. In an earlier video, I inserted a background plate of the Colosseum on track 1 of the sequence. I have already added the corresponding green screen source media onto track 2, and I have also added an Axis Timeline effects to the segment so that we can start keying straight away. Let's go into the Axis Editor, and in the center of the controls, you will see the keyer button. This is your first entry point into the keyer. Inside the keyer, you have seven chroma keyers to choose from. Each composite has its own unique set of problems to solve, and several ways to solve them, hence the multiple ways to key an image. The default keyer that is applied to the image is a luminance keyer, hence the result in the viewer. For this example, you will be using the master keyer at the top of the list. The first step in the workflow is to remove the key color. Click on the grey color pot and the cursor will turn into a color picker. Using the master keyer, click and drag across the green in the viewer. When you release the cursor, the master keyer samples the average green color and applies the appropriate key. The results look pretty good, but in order to make it perfect, you need to see the alpha or matte channel generated by the master keyer. To the bottom left of the screen is the viewer pull-down menu. Click the button and change the view from result to matte. Black is transparent, grey is semi-transparent, and white is opaque. You can see that there are issues in the tunnel part of the shot, and you can fix this in three ways. Firstly, you could click anywhere on the image, and the on-screen sliders will allow you to adjust the different luminance levels in the alpha. Secondly, you could adjust the histogram and matte controls to adjust the black and white levels in the alpha. This is good in some instances, but it could get rid of good detail. Finally, the method we will use is patching. This method allows you to work in isolated areas of the key. Under the sampling title, you can change the pull-down menu to Patch 1. Hold down the on-screen keyboard shortcut, and drag a box over the area you want to repair. Notice how smoke picks up the right color in order to add or remove areas from the mat. You can keep dragging boxes over the regions until the area is fixed. You can also tweak the sensitivity of these patches in the sliders below. I'll just use a second patch and sample the black areas to ensure they are 100% transparent. Let's switch the viewer back to the result view to see the results so far. So the alpha channel is looking pretty good right now, but the colors have gone a bit strange. This is because the Kia uses automatic color suppression by default. This is often called spill suppression in other Kias. You can adjust the range slider if too much of the key color has been suppressed. In addition to suppression, you can also color correct the keyed image from within the keyer. Click CCF to enter into the familiar color corrector. 
I'll quickly switch to the color warper and use the color matching technique that I showed you in the video about color correction in the sequence. Once this is complete, I'll press return to exit the color warper back to the keyer. One other area that needs to be worked on when doing keys is the edge blending. Keys usually land up with dark or bright edges and they need to be balanced to correctly blend in with their backgrounds. By dragging the Luma slider, you can see the edge brightness adjusts and you can match it so that the key sits better in the background. One final task in keying is rotoscoping. Let's say I want to remove this pillar to the right of the gladiator. I cannot key it because it's not green, but I can mask it out. Switch to the matte view through the pull-down menu. In the keyer, you can switch to the G-mask menu. G-mask is short for garbage mask for masking out the areas in your image. You might call this mask in other applications. To create a G-mask, click on the Add button. You can now click and drag a shape around the pillar. To complete the shape, you can either click on the first control point or click the close button and Smoke will close the shape for you. Once the shape is closed, it is filled with a white color. Click on the color slider and change the value to zero to make the mask selection transparent instead of opaque. To feather the edges of the mask, drag the offset slider and if you want to refine the edges even more, you can switch to the advanced edge gradients and adjust the feather on a control point basis. Scrubbing the time bar, you'll notice that the shot does move slightly. So I'll turn auto key on and I can animate the mask. You can animate the control points of a mask individually, in a group or the whole shape. I'd like to mention to you that you can use the stabilizer tool to track individual points if you wish, or the overall shape. Switching back to the result view, you will notice the keyed result with the applied mask. You can press the return button to exit the keyer, and the exit button in the axis timeline effects to return back to the sequence. You can scrub the segment to preview the result or press the render button to render the final output. In the next video, we go beyond timeline-based compositing and start exploring the ConnectFX procedural node-based compositor.